everybody. Thanks for hitting the download button or just finding your way to the YouTube page for the radio show, The Aftermath. Took a little bit of time off from doing interviews, but now we're back. And we got a familiar face helping out with one of these interviews. Our homeboy, Zeno, from the ZZ Talk podcast, coming to hang out with us. Zeno, yeah, what's up, man? How's it going, man? Yeah, um, people who have seen me before might notice things are a little different. Camera is a little clearer, but it's also a little lower. I'm trying to re- figure out the framing of this, but I'm glad to be back. All good, man. It's you know, it's always good to have you, and it's always good to talk to interesting people. And boy, we picked a heck of a subject today, man, because uh, we're talking to an activist named Mitchell Gerber. Okay, he's doing work on trying to stop organ organ harvesting. I couldn't even say it. So we're gonna talk to him about what exactly is going on with that. What's he doing to help and is he getting into any, like, is there any backlash from him doing this research? So let's talk to him and find out. All right. There you let's go. Okay. How you guys doing? Doing all right. How you doing? Great to see you guys, man. Thanks for having me on. Oh, no, we appreciate you, you know, want to come and talk to us, man. A lot of interesting stuff that you have your hands in, so we want to know all about it. For sure. Glad to be here, guys. Thank you. Absolutely. So let's let's just, I guess, get started at the top here with, there are going to be some people who watch this um, who don't know, but can you tell us exactly what organ harvesting is? And then as a follow-up, what led you to basically research this and say something needs to be done about this and I'm going to do my part to look into this? Well, I can ask you this, answer the second question first. I believe as a man and as a human being to fail to support what is good and to fail to expose what is evil, gentlemen, is unacceptable to live a life of service or duty is strength and honor. And I took it upon myself after, I'll give you a quick background story about my life. Once upon a time, my family fled the Holocaust. Um, I never knew most of my family. They were wiped out by the Nazis uh, from Lithuania, Hungary, and Ukraine, right? And then those who who escaped, escaped to South Africa, and that's where I was born. Uh, maybe a couple of generations, three or four generations after. And I grew up under apartheid um, where it was illegal for any uh, black person to um, drink from a fountain or have businesses. And it was a horrible period and I didn't like it at all. I didn't feel good about it. I was so young. And then apartheid finished and Nelson Mandela came in and for a time it was peaceful. Thank goodness. And everyone was, it was reconciliation and um, peace and a unity like Bob Marley wished for when he went on concerts uh, on, on stage and, and always wanted to spread the, the, the love and, and unity. And um, for a time it was good. Then I moved to uh, America when I was 15 years of age, 1995, uh, while Nelson Mandela was still in power, which was great. Um, and in America, I learned a lot of interesting culture shock experiences, like such so much freedom. Uh, and, and I joined a top business school. My father invested a lot of money in me and I interned at one of the top 10 uh, or top five investment firms. And I was going far, really being the president of this and president of that and blah, blah, blah. And seeing all these beautiful girls and blah, 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 blah. Okay. And then one day, guys, one guy, that day, fate hit me like a ton of bricks and something ignited me in such a way that the story goes, legend has it, that Lionheart going to this festival, this arts and crafts fair in a famous uh, uh, town square called Athens, Georgia, and University of Georgia. And... My friend, my, my, my friend from New York uh, pointed to me and said, hey, Mitch, what's that? And I, I looked and I turned and I, and I saw uh, uh, these Chinese people practicing these mind and body spiritual exercises. And I was like, that's kind of cool. I've always been interested in Bruce Lee. I love, you know, Ip Man series. I mean, that just badass martial arts. I've loved Wu-Tang and all their 1970s renditions of the, and how Riza and Jizza move in. I've always loved the Wu-Tang clan, especially Jizza and Riza, very good. And I love the late Tupac as well. But they used to incorporate their music into the martial arts uh, uh, films. And I was like, oh, that's kind of neat. And I was very intrigued and attracted to that kind of value and lifestyle and, and organicness. And I came up to, and I approached these, these, these Chinese people, all practicing these, different mind and body exercises in what looked to me as yoga, tai chi, and meditation. Yeah? 
was very intrigued. And I was like, hey, can you show me? And so I went into the park with a friend of mine. And they started to do these exercises. And I was like, oh, holy crap. What is going on with my body? Boom, 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 boom. I just heard all these energy pops, like just in my body, down my spine, in my neck, in my arms, down my legs. And I was like, not cracks, not bad things, but like opening like my body. My body became very warm. I felt that whole energy field around me. And I was like, whoa, like what the, what the heck is going on here? You know, I've been playing football, uh, foot soccer and I was an athlete and blah, blah, blah. But this is, this is on a whole nother level. I got to get more. So I went back to the table, got the fly, and I was like, hmm, Falun Gong. What is Falun Gong? Falun Dafa. And as soon as I looked up and I felt good and I was like, ugh, what is that? And then I saw these torture pictures of all these people, it seemed to me, being beaten and like in hospital. And I was like, I just came off something so cool into something so nightmarish. And I'm like, what the, what the F is going on here? So I, I, you know, I'm an investigative journalist. I like uh, getting my hands dirty and, and, and uncovering that, 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 that truth out of the darkness and risk my life every day doing it. And I was like, well, what is going on here? And they started to explain to me that the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party, the reign of terror that has been controlling China for the last 60 plus years, have been slaughtering these innocent people for their organs in death camps, cutting out their organs while alive, and selling their organs, guys, for the healthiest uh, amounts of, for the healthiest organs in the world, for the most amount of money, fueling a multi-billion, that's with a B, a billion dollar business. And I took upon myself as a lone warrior, as a defender of truth and justice and, and rights and sovereignty, I took it upon myself to fight against the red dragon. And here I am about 200 miles away from the Chinese border doing so. And here talking to you, still alive. Unlike McAfee, he was murdered, by the way. But anyway, uh, John McAfee. Uh, you know, God bless that that, that, that patriot. But um, yeah, here um, I am. I have two questions, but they're a bit separate from each other. So the yes. first one being, um, I saw the, the email you sent to the radio show about what you do and such. And uh, I read in there that you have 21 years of experience as an investigative journalist. Has uh, has all 21 years, sorry, have all 21 years been investigating this particular topic or are there other things that you've dipped into Yes, actually, that's, this is the focus of my investigation and our investigation, yet the dots connect to every other atrocity. And what is going on right now in the United States and in Europe and in Canada, all are in Hong Kong, all are relating, and in the Middle East, all are relating to, and all paths and roads lead back to the Chinese Communist Party. And this is why I focused on the source of evil. I had to find, I'm the kind of guy who loves to go for the, for the ultimate. I'm like an extremist. I go for the ultimate. I risk it all. Um, I'm not a gambler per se. I love roulette, but I'm not, a really, I'm not a big gambler. I just like to put a sure bet where a sure bet is well positioned. Um, I'm sure a man of, of your character knows that. I can feel that. So, um, yeah, I focused 20, 21 years now on this reign of terror that's killed 100 million people and decimated 5,000 years of culture and have killed and banned many African-Americans or Africans in, 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 in stolen resources and committed a great genocide and have, and have been, been absolutely racist, absolutely 101% racist towards Africans in, in, uh, and, 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 and black people in, in, uh, um, in China. What they've done is horrible causing ethnic genocide against Muslims, slaughtering innocent Falun Gong practitioners and Tibetans, and have unleashed a bioweapon, which is now being confirmed, even with the liberal mainstream media, they're doing 180s to, after, being, after debunking it, they have now realized, well, we don't, we, we, if we don't start exposing the truth and really showing our side that we, you know, we want immunity here because They've been complicit by, 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 by being the mouthpieces of this diabolical plot by the Chinese Communist Party and the global elites who love this system of control. Then they're going to be uh, criminally uh, prosecuted, I believe, when all this, all this crime against humanity. And there are three 
crimes against humanity. The biggest one is the new form of evil in China. But the crime against this bioweapon being unleashed and now these bioweapon kill shots also being unleashed and administered where at least 15,000 deaths now have occurred. One of the doctors were talking about how there's only 5,000 that are being reported, 1% to the CDC, but times that by 10 or even 100. And this is not conspiracy theory, ladies and gentlemen. And gentlemen, this is conspiracy fact. This is not pulling it out like a rabbit out of a hat. This is conspiracy fact. This is what's going on. So, yes, to answer your question as best I can, I focused on the organ harvesting, but because everything tied into the source, the reign of terror, the red devil that's bent on destroying humanity, uh, doing everything else according to plan with its collusion of, of, of world leaders, the World Health Organization, the United Nations, um, the Vatican, uh, I brought it all together, and I and I and I can see it for what it is. Does that kind of answer your question? It, it does. It does. Um, and uh, I did have a follow up. Um, so you said they're mostly tar targeting the uh, Falun Gong, if I'm pronouncing yes. that correctly. Um, earlier, you kind of described you know some of the meditative techniques and all that stuff. But are they? Would you describe them as like? Uh, maybe like a religious minority in China, or is it something separate from that? That's a great question. Um, I, I come from a religion. I'm, I'm Jewish, and I've always been brought up to a day a Christian. Uh, I have a great, I love the Christian values. Um, I love, you know, uh, the Bible. I've read it. Um, the basic, basic instructions before leaving earth. I haven't read all of it, but I just picked my, uh, my verses that really mean very solemn to me. So in terms of religion, that's more of religion. Falun Gong is an organic spiritual way of life. Um, it's very loose in organization. There's no money. There's no churches or centers uh, that you go. It's not certainly not a cult as it's been demonized as to be as some kind of evil cult. Um, I don't know if you've got some of the audio or the video that I sent you, if you would like to play some for your, for your audience. Um, but um, the, the Falun Gong uh, are, are what the Nazis, were, what the Jews were to the Nazis. Cannon, uh, cannon father, raw, more raw material that have been bankrupted, uh, brutally persecuted, and now slaughtered. And the reason why Falun Gong was targeted uh, as a spiritual way of life is because it teaches the principles of truthfulness and compassion and forbearance, right? It emphasizes character building uh, um, uh, ways of success and mindset and virtue rather than some extremist, cultish uh, 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 fanaticism as a true path to, heath, to, to, to health and spiritual elevation. And I think I've tried the exercises. I think they are wonderful sets of exercises, very attractive principles. I've, I've followed them and I've been practicing. I've read all the literature. And there's nothing cultish or sinister or even religious about it. I, I can't see. It's just an innocent group of people, a very loving kind of group of people who have been practicing for many years now um, and I was initially drawn because of the healing effects. And that is why the CCP targeted the Falun Gong for their organs, because they saw such an increase of people practicing this spiritual movement. I tell you, one out of every 12 Chinese national citizen out of 1.3, 1.4 billion people, the largest population in the United States, in, in, the, in the world, uh, second largest economy compared to the United States and the second largest military compared to the United States, one out of every 13, one out of every 12, that's about 100 million people practicing all walks of life, more than half of upper class society, military top generals, the seven highest ranking officials and their families practicing this mind and body practice. And this made the Chinese Communist Party's president and military dictator at that time in 1999, extremely jealous and threatened to outlaw it after receiving the evidence that the health was improving, multi-millions of dollars of healthcare costs reduced, suicide rates reduced, people were living better, miracles were happening in China where illnesses, injuries and illnesses were vanishing, even on the serious disease side. And this just became the life force. And they did research the Chinese Communist Party and then created a final solution campaign, created a Gestapo-type office called the 610, one month before the complete ban of Falun Gong, because it is illegal to practice Falun Gong in China. They burned all the books 
and they did the same that the Nazis did, or the Hutu extremists did to the Rwandan Tutsis, but they normalized the genocide. They didn't, it's not a hot genocide where you had a bunch of Rwandan Hutu extremists hacking down Tutsis 80,000 a day uh, uh, just out of nowhere. Oh, you're a Hutu, kill him. They normalized the genocide um, to make that impactful and, and, and um, accepting of the Chinese people that this is what they should do to Falun Gong, send them to re-education centers, disguised as state-mandated hospitals, uh, and, and, and prisons and, and, and uh, detention centers as death camps, and cut their organs out of their bodies while alive. So this has been a state-sanctioned mandated order, uh, forced organ harvesting, the likes we've never seen before. And they targeted Falun Gong because of the health benefits, the spiritual mindedness, the healthy heart, the healthy mind, the healthy body, and targeted them for their organs. And um, yeah, this spiritual way of life became uh, a target and they declared literal war on this practice. Uh, M16, questions? Yeah, yeah. so uh, I just wanted to reiterate that we're talking to Mitchell Gerber, all right? He's a activist and also a investigator reporter. So he's looking to expose this terrible issue of organ harvesting and you can check him out the website is stoporganharvesting.org. So, Mitch, I have a question for you. I'm going to quote like an obscure line from the movie The Dark Knight. I don't know if you've seen The Dark Knight or not, but Commissioner Gordon had a part in the movie where they were moving in on the, the mob, and he said, we're going after the mob's life savings. Things will get ugly. And I bring that up because of something you said earlier, at least to a question about yourself and your safety. I assume that looking into something like this is not the most safe thing to be investigating. So have you had any issues with people kind of coming after you and about the work that you're doing like hey man you don't need to be you know snooping around here type thing you know m16 and Zeno. first of all it's a pleasure to be on your show i feel great comfort and warmth for, uh, with your hospitality and you're doing a great thing for allowing me to share this because as you know john mcafee just passed right uh he was killed and that ties into my death threats and my assassination did they come after me they'll come after me huh? They didn't come after me. I mean, what, are they, what, what am I going to do? I'll die a happy man knowing that I stood for something right. To fail to support what is good and to fail to expose what is evil, gentlemen, is unacceptable, as I said. And one is a man who cannot make the world a better place. And people like myself, yeah, we have, our office has been shut down here. I'm, I'm not fearing of my life. Um, and I'm risking it all by being, you know, close to the Chinese border. I mean, I literally snuck into China the other day. And I've been on a child raid, child trafficking raid, uh, to rescue children and, and, and women that have been smuggled in by the triads and out of the tri uh, in and out. You've got to be careful, you know what I mean? And I can't mention names or anything, but I share this because it's the truth. The whole truth and nothing but the truth to help me, God. I can't expose anything else. I can't, I can't exaggerate. I have to tell you the truth. But I can't give you too much information, obviously, but I can share. Uh, not because my life's involved, or, or I can die at any moment, but other people are involved as well. And, you know, like I said, I can share the story. And people can take this as hearsay, they can take this as conspiracy theory, but I like to, cons I like to uh, concern myself only with conspiracy fact. Um, so, yeah, my life has been threatened, M16, big time. Um, but like I said, they haven't killed me yet. I trust I won't be killed. I would love to live a, a ripe old age and see this through. But if I if my time is if my if my time is met, then so be it. At least I did what I could. Well, to follow on that, um, a lot of what you do is is it absolutely necessary that you have to be there on the ground? Is it stuff you can do remotely? As ridiculous as that sounds, or like do you have to be there as close as you are? I like to be here. I like to be in the action. I wanted to go to China as well, but I but there's nothing really for me to do there. Um, I've like I said, the greatest was when I when we when I, I we rescued a couple of children. That was that was amazing, Zeno. I, I tell you, when you hold that child and you give her a big beautiful hug and she and she feels safe with you, it's very powerful. I've met a lot of courageous people here, um, uh, and I tell you, yes, you can do it remotely. And I did it remotely. I was in the States. I got involved with a lot of human rights organizations. I established my own at Georgia State University when I was in Atlanta, um, to the point where I could pat myself on the back knowing that I got a death threat from the Chinese Communist Party. But then I started to travel all over and non-peace, non-violently. I always believed in non-violence. You know, Martin Luther King always was a great mentor of mine. 
I met his wife, Coretta Scott King, and it was quite profound because these people, these were, these were true saviors, man. I tell you, these were true saviors, and I wish they were alive today. I'm sure they're rolling over there in their grave, seeing what's going on today. Um, because the genocides are real. I mean, we could talk about the Chinese Communist Party killing hundreds of millions of, uh, 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 hundred, at least 100 million lives, but the black genocide has gone on, the Armenian genocide, the Native American genocide, the white genocide. I mean, uh, it, it goes on and on, but it doesn't matter about color or skin or creed or nationality. I've come to learn and I've come to realize it's got to do with the human spirit. And if that is attacked, then we have to stand up against it with all our hearts, with all our emotional, spiritual, and physical realms. And wherever there is people suffering, we got to go. And, you know, when I was in Africa and I was, I was in the slums of Africa helping the children there, it's great to put yourself on the line because it is the great, it's the most rewarding. It's your accomplishing significance. There's a lot of success in money, power. Uh, women, uh, Ferraris, Lamborghinis, cryptocurrency millionaires, you know what I mean? And that's all fabulous, man. That's all great. And there's nothing wrong with the dollar. Dollar, dollar bill, y'all. You know, you can just chill out, groove out, rock on, man. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Hey, look at John McAfee. Dance with the devil, but he was an honest man. He's a truthful guy. And he died for what he believed in. And I take my hat off to the man. And that's a hero in my eyes. And they're going off to Julia of Sons too. And they might come off to me. I have the same sentiment. I can feel the same way. Um, but yeah, that's, I, you know, there was a, there, there was a, there was a quote that uh, I heard the other day. Um, death stares, when death stares at a man, all you can do, all that man can do is stare right back. You know, so when you're at your time, your time, at least I die for something. Or look for, or look for everything, you know. There's... I think there was a quote I heard recently, um, something about death being the only appointment that you can't miss. Something yes. something to that effect. But, um, yeah. okay. Um, 16, uh, back to you. Yeah, so, Mitchell, let me, it's funny, like, we seem like we're on the same wavelength because where we're headed is like you're kind of leading us into that. So I wanted to ask you about as far as pushback from anyone to say as far as, like, government, law enforcement, or anyone in general who doesn't believe that you have going on despite information that you present to them. Do you find that being an issue where you're like, listen, I have done my research. I'm showing you things that are considered fact. I'm presenting it to you and you're still pushing back on me. How do you handle that? That's an incredible, great question. And my answer, my response to you is I'm so brokenhearted and disappointed with the level of cowardliness and God hates a coward, man. When you, since 2001, MC. And Zeno, I and, and the lovely audience who's listening. Um, since 2001, I've been bashing down the doors of the multinational corporations, from the right to the left to the to, to, to the mid, world leaders, people in power, professors, and many people. I think it's out of fear. Have turned their backs, and also out of prosperity. You know, a trained assassin once told me, um, and I met him a long way. You meet a lot of interesting folks along the journey of truth and and travel and, 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 and exposing uh, evil. He said to me one day, and he was a, true, a trained assassin, uh, an older a gentleman, told me some interesting stories, but he says, now we're living in a world where extinction before a loss of profit. They're making a fortune, M16, off this. They, they are making a fortune. And this agenda is being pushed right in front of our faces, and we still yet do nothing. And what we do is we fight each other, because what they're doing through cultural Marxism is inciting race wars, gender wars, religious wars. But yet they are declaring the worst war of all, of all against us, the human war, the spiritual war. And we are so blind to see this because they found out they're, 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 diabolically, they're diabolical geniuses and they're using the CCP to do this. Um, and that is why all roads lead to the CCP. And it's funny how to answer your question and to add to your, to your great question, actually, there was a database that was leaked by The Australian, the largest newspaper out of Australia. And in this database, there were there was a leak of at least 2 million Chinese communist agents with all their data, their birth certificate, their addresses, their names, and their identities and showing their locations, where, who, and what organizations and multinational corporations and mouthpiece mainstream media 
have they infiltrated and Congress people and officials and uh, um, AstraZeneca and Pfizer ring a bell and Moderna ring a bell, you know, and Anthony Fauci ring a bell and, jo and, 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 jo and uh, Joe Biden ring a bell and Obama and Clinton ring a bell. They've all been conspiracy, uh, uh, colluding with the Chinese Communist Party. The World Health Organization colluding with the CCP, run by the CCP, the highest ranking governing body, the United Nations, run by the CCP. So when we give all this evidence, and it's evidence beyond a reasonable doubt, I wish you could share, I could share the audio with you and you can, you can take a listen with your, with your listeners, but I'm not sure if you can with the clips, but that really tells a story of a horrific horror, a tale of a horrific horror story that is a new form of evil that hasn't really been exposed and done on such a large scale. Um, and this has been just see no evil, speak no evil, and hear no evil, Ms. Uh, uh, M16 and, uh, and Zeno, ignored and refuted and banned. I've been banned off YouTube. I mean, how can you have a, multi, a, a huge multinational corporation preach doing good, but yet completely doing evil? The deception, the manipulation is, is so deep and it's weaponizing the fear. It's weaponizing the, 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 the mind, neuro, 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 uh, neurologistic programming of the mind um, and indoctrination and brainwashing, particularly of the, um, the younger generation, that no one cares about the true facts and no one understands the true facts. And when you, and this is one of the big things which broke my heart to M16 is and to answer your question, when I try to share with them the evidence, they, they knew full well that it's true, but they'll instinctively reject it because they're fearful of their jobs. They're fearful of losing their, their, their contracts, their multi-million dollar contracts. And, for, you know, and, and even in Hollywood, changing the scripts to suit the Chinese Communist Party's uh, um, uh, you know, motive. It's very sick. It's very twisted. So I think that answers your question. It's been very uh, disheartening. So, okay. Um, so it sounds like um, you haven't really had any backing or support from government agencies or so. Um, is your investigation backed by any private agent, um, organizations or is it like solely a one-man type of... I know it's not a one-man effort because you do lead other people along the way, but do you have any backing from any organizations or such? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. A, a plethora of 20 years of, 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 of evidence. Oh, this is absolutely no doubt. But I'm just, I'm just sharing that that these cowardly people have chosen to ignore the truth. Uh, in 2006, David Kilgore, let me give you examples, you know, since we're getting to the facts. Uh, and, this is, and these are for the, all the diehard skeptics, because I like skeptics, by the way, because they question everything until they find a, 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 a credible, legitimate truth. And I think I strike you as a person who is cynical and, and skeptical and all right that you should be, as I am and, and as I was when I heard about this. But when, I, when, you, when, you, when you see the, 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 the evidence confirmed, 52 pieces, first confirmed in 2006 by David Kilgore and David Mattis, two esquires in uh, Canada, the, second, the former Secretary of State to the Asian Affairs of the Canadian Parliament and Crown Prosecutor David Kilgore, who sat with me on a coalition to London at a child trafficking court, uh, pr presenting and briefing the evidence to uh, the, the, the Parliament and, world, and, and very prestigious people there, uh, Robert David Steele, Sasha Stone and others uh, from the CIA and other, uh, the, the, even the United Nations and chief justices, et cetera, et cetera, and, and the bishops. Um, uh, that the David Kilgore and David Mattis confirmed 18 pieces of hardcore evidence in their publication that was publicated uh, into their book, Bloody Harvest, that can be read free of charge at endtransplantabuse.org. Then Ethan Gutnerkain, who also served on the coalition that I brought to, uh, to, uh, to the child trafficking court, he is a nominee of the Nobel Peace Prize, as are the, uh, the Esquires, you know, and he... Uh, it was also a, a, a Chinese-American investigator living in London, has exposed this and wrote his book, The Slaughter, uh, 10 years of research into the forced live organ harvesting of not only the Falun Gong, but the Falun Gong practitioners make up 95% of the transplant murders. But then you have the Uyghur Muslims and the House Christians and the Tibetans. Those are the four main groups. 
And as well as Dr. Invertotti, who comes on, I'm going on a couple of very big uh, headline uh, story, uh, shows uh, in a couple of weeks uh, to month, uh, with Dr. Invertotti, who first did a forced organ harvesting in China as an up-and-coming surgeon in 1995, forced by the Chinese Communist Party to do a forced organ harvesting on a prisoner of conscience. He comes on the shows with me. He was also on the coalition at the coalition uh, to investigate the persecution of Falun Gong with David Kilgore and Ethan Gutton in London with me. And he is the chief uh, forced organ harvesting campaigner of the forced organ harvesting uh, genocide that is going on. And, and let me be clear, this is not a kidney in the bathtub uh, story, folks. And this is not some, you know, so I live in Southeast Asia. This is not some kidney in the bathtub. This is state-sanctioned transplant on demand, kill-to-order genocide, where you're taking a large group of your own citizens under the Chinese military that have been sent in state-mandated hospitals, in cattle cars, hooked on rails, thousands, tens of thousands, millions, in over 250 concentration camps called the Laogao system, since 1999 when the outlaw of Falun Gong began, banned in China, just like the Jews in Nazi Germany sent to these state-mandated hospitals, over 1,800 now, 36 death camps and over 250 labor camps, which we know of. There's many more, but which we, are, we know of. Their organs then cut out of their bodies while alive, while the blood is still flowing, ladies and gentlemen. The, 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 the victim is alive. This is not dead. This is alive. Removing the corneas, the skin, the lungs, the organs, the hearts, the pancreases, and the livers, not to mention others, vital organs selling them freshly to rich foreign donors, biotech firms, medical associations, and back to their own Chinese citizens for massive amounts of profits on a state-sanctioned kill-to-order basis, reducing waiting times of four to eight years, four years, three years to get livers and lungs and hearts to a matter of weeks. Now, that's the evidence. If I may, quickly, Zeno, and I know I talk a lot, but it's just hard to get so much in after 20 years, so much information. Another a key piece of evidence is the China Tribunal, chaired by Sir Geoffrey Nice, QC. Je Sir Geoffrey Nice, QC, was the lead prosecutor of Slobodan Milosevic at the International Tribunal, Tr Criminal Tribunal for the former Yugoslavia, that genocide that happened. And they conducted the world's first independent legal analysis of forced organ harvesting from prisoners of conscience. And the China Tribunal uh, incorporated all available evidence up to June 2019 and outlines the reasoning behind the China Tribunal's findings. The judgment is 160 pages with extensive appendices that include details of all documents, reports, witness testimonies, taped investigative conversations in at least 17 different hospitals on admitting that they have fresh Falun Gong organs to kill and harvest alive at a specified date. Okay, and submissions reviewed by the tribunal over one year. Public hearings were held in December 2018 and 19, in the course of which over 50 fact witnesses, experts, and investigators contrib contributed evidence, just like we did when we were sitting. So there's absolutely no doubt, sir, that this is going on and this is uh, happening. Uh, before I go into my next question, I do have another. Um, M16, do you have a question? Yeah, I actually, I actually had uh, one more and then... Um, we got to lighten this up because, you know, we do a lot of silly stuff around here. So we got a little game that we do with our with our guests also. But, Zeno, you go ahead yes. and uh, ask your uh, question and I'll okay. come after um, you. Yeah. Hmm. So, okay, I guess the best way to frame it is what would you – what's the ideal end result, right? Like how would you want um, – like if you could get governmental agencies involved in putting a stop to this, what – would you want them to do? Like, what step do you think would make the biggest impact? You know, put me into those world governing positions and I'll change the world. I'll lead them to glory. I'll lead them, not glory, but I'll lead them to doing the right thing. And that's what I'm going to do in the future because those people, those organizations need real leaders. I will lead those people. I'm not a politician. I've been on the front lines and I know how to lead. You just have to have it in you. It's built, it's forged in stone. Guts, duty, strength, and honor. That is fortitude, temperance, and resilience and justice. These people are not fit to lead. You see a lot of these people on the front lines begging me to take the lead, and I want to, but they'll kill me. I know they'll assassinate me because I'm a warrior, and I'll do, they'll kill me, but that's fine. 
But what I, I wish they would do, Zeno, is come to their senses, stop betraying their souls and hearts and integrity and letting people die for their money and their selfish, narcissistic ways. This World Health Organization is a disgrace. It's the Communist Health Organization with its Secretary General Tedros, Teddy Boy, who's a patsy and a minion to the Chinese Communist Party. So is Joe Biden. And I have to tell you this because I have to share. People say, well, don't mention their names in fear. Justin Trudeau is another gangster. These people are evil. They're sinister. They come out now without any reservation saying that they love the Chinese Communist system. And let me give you a secret, ladies and gentlemen, and, 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 and gentlemen. The system of terror that is most uh, uh, admired and obsessed over by the globalists that are running this world, the Rockefellers that, bow, that back Mao Zedong, the elites, I don't know how much you know about the Bindabird or the, 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 the Council of Foreign Relations, the World Economic Forum, the Bill Gates, Dr. Anthony Fauci, all of them, Henry Kissinger, I mean, George Soros, you can name them all, okay? They love, they absolutely love the Chinese Communist Party system. Why? Because it is the perfect specimen of terror in a very deceptive manner. It wears the cloak of deception and it portrays itself as something beautiful and wonderful and, 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 and uh, in, in utopia, right? For the workers, for black and white rights. Look at America, their racist policies. Their, their, their evil capitalistic ideas. And people believe it because they are masses of deception. So what they've done is like, I, even, I don't know if you've ever seen Superman, I said Spider-Man 3, when that, 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 that soot that got onto, that black soot got onto his body. And, 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 and Yes, exactly, Zeno, exactly. That's what the spectre is. It controls the mind. And they've been doing it after 50 years. It came from Karl Marx, Trotsky, Leninism, the Politburo uh, of, uh, in the Paris Commune, where a bunch of thugs burnt and looted and murdered everybody around uh, where they could get the, you know, the Paris buildings. And that was communism, radical jihadism, sourced by communism, from communism. This radical leftism and liberalism, and I'm not against libertarianism, and I'm not against democracy, I'm not against equality and unity and, and, and rights. I, I, I'll, I'll, I march with it. But there's a cultural Marxist aspect that is growing and growing big and poisoning the minds of innocent people that is directly related and sourced by the Chinese Communist Party. So when you have all these governing organizations that I want, I want them to leave properly and to expose this, there are certain, I can't say, look, there's a good side and there's a, there's a bad side. There is a Sith and there's a Jedi. There's a good force and there's a bad force. Not all of the United Nations is evil. There are some wonderful people doing some wonderful things in all organizations, even the Chinese government. There are some wonderful people in the American government, in all governments, in good, in, 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 in human or human, people are people. I wish we could learn and, and learn to, to, to look at the heart and the spirit and the actions and the character and the demeanor as I was taught to do by Martin Luther King, by Coretta Scott King. And, I, and I, I, was brought, I was brought up in Atlanta, Georgia for 25 years. I lived it. I lived America, the South. I understood racism very much. I saw it for what it is. It was reversed on me, and I seen it with my own hands, and I stepped on it. Because I was, I, I was dealing with the good old boys. I didn't like them. I went to University of Georgia, and some of them were just a bunch of pricks and racists. But I also saw it on the other side with black supremacism, uh, white supremacism. It's all, it doesn't matter who you are. By their actions, you will know them. And I've seen the actions of the, of the United Nations and the World Health Organization and the African National Congress and the United States uh, uh, Supreme Court. And I've seen their actions. There's a good and there's a bad. There's a deep state and there's a patriot state. And what side do people stand on? What side are they going to give their loyalty to? And, and Ulysses S. Grant said, and this is a nutshell, uh, to answer your question in a nutshell. And I give a lot of I give, a, I give a lot of meat to, the, to, to, to my question, to my answer, because I have to back it up. Ulysses S. Grant once said, there are only two types of people in this world now, two groups, particularly in America now, traitors and patriots. Traitors and patriots. So these people, these traitors, in all these organizations that are keeping silent and not doing a damn thing, well, their time is limited. What I would love to do first and foremost, the first thing I'm, I'm, I, I love, I, I love that I, to, to, that I love that, that, that I'm on your show. Because by being on your show, by being with you tonight, whoever's going to listen in your audience are going to remember this conversation. 
They're going to remember the detail. They're going to remember the energy. They're going to remember the feeling. And that is what I'm invoking. That's why I'm transmitting to you and your audience a feeling of sincerity, a feeling that they cannot hide from the truth no longer. Not that they do, but people in general, because of bliss, of pain, of suffering, or fear. It is the truth. And that's all I can offer. And what I'd love to see happen is more people read the websites, go to the reports, spread this. If, people, if there are professors watching your show, discuss this. Share the website. I'll share a video, a 54-minute documentary. Share with your classes. Share with your colleagues. If there are uh, uh, um, uh, businesses out there, be careful where you're investing. Go to, go to Vietnam. It's in Taiwan, India. Don't invest in China. You're investing blood labor, slave labor. Okay. I would like to get on more shows. I'd like people to, sign, to get involved with their congressmen. But in terms of bombing China or going to war with China, that will be a nuclear holocaust. We don't want more death and destruction. We have, we're going to see a lot of it very soon with these bioweapons that have been released by the Wuhan lab and by these diabolical death scientists colluding with the Chinese Communist Party. We don't want more of that. What we want is just a discernment. What I want is more of a discernment. Don't even want reconciliation or reparations from the CCP murdering my friends and hurting the world's people and terrorizing uh, innocent people's minds with their, with, with, their, with, their, uh, with their psyops and colluding with innocent people around the world and making them into their minions. Um, all, I want is from, all I want is discernment, and that's all I can give and all I need. All right. Over to you, Sixteen. All right, so Mr. So the, the last thing here to kind of wrap this up, like I said, so we want to lighten it up because we, Zeno can tell you too that we like to have fun around this place. Yes, and of do course. A lot of you know other things, but I wanted to just mention this before we get to that point. It's like in case we missed anything, if you can tell people where they can find more information, because somebody's going to listen to this and they're going to want to, you know, find out more about this. So if you can just let us know where there's more information you can find online that we might have not touched on. If you, I, I doubt that you do, but if you have any social media or contact information that you want to pass along, if you can, please. Absolutely. I just want to say you guys are going to be really successful because of what you guys have done and who you are. I, I, I really take my hat off to you. I mean, I've been on the front lines for 21 years, but not, I tell you guys, not a lot of people want me on their shows, a lot, especially on the left. And it's like, okay, I've been on Alex Jones' show and I'm not... I don't, I'm more right-leaning. Right-wing, right-leaning. I'm not a political. I'm a political atheist. I don't believe in. Uh, I believe in the Creator, of course. I'm a God-fearing man. I, I'm pro-life and pro-gun, etc., and pro-America. But regardless of whether it's your political affiliation or your disagreements, this is talking about human life. And imagine if it was your family ripped apart, torn apart, blood-tested forcefully, uh, forced out of their homes into death camps. What would you do? So I would implore people, whether you are atheist, religious, left-leaning, right-leaning, look into this, support this, because this is human life at stake. And this could be you in the future. I would consider going to try the exercises. These are great exercises, particularly because so many people I've seen and I feel are stressed out. They're stressed out with this lockdown nonsense. They've got no jobs. They're running out of money. They've been locked down. They can't see their friends and family. They get harassed everywhere they go with, to wear a diaper on your face. So what I would suggest is learn the exercises, the Falun Gong exercises. They're bloody brilliant. And they really are good in this, in this time of stress relieving. Very similar to yoga. It's like riding a bike. Whatever you do in life, you learn it, you practice, and you become better at it. That's all. And um, uh, so I would consider reading more, more about Falun Gong and and. and learning about the history and, and uh, practicing the exercises. And you can go very, uh, very easily, very well laid out at faluninfo.net, F-A-L-U-N-I-N-F-O.net. That's where I first learned about uh, all this, the journey of Falun Gong and an incredible journey at that. And this mind and body practice, very similar to yoga, that does wonders to the body. I would also then, for the avid skeptics out there who question everything because they want to find the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth, and they won't accept anything less. And man, I love those, those standards and expectations because that's exactly where you've got to be to be a discerner, to be a truth seeker, to be a, tra- a trained professional in fact and evidence and not bullshit emotions and feelings because facts don't care about your feelings. So I would suggest, ladies and gentlemen, go to the websites, consider going to the websites, 
stoporganharvesting.org. There you can see a really good uh, intro video, stoporganharvesting.org. All the reports, all the reports of the investigators I mentioned for over 20 years, all the reports, testimonies, academic papers, government reports, testimonies, like I've said, video form, editorial form, and listening form at endtransplantabuse.org. Endtransplantabuse.org. For those two, what uh, I did mention the movie, yeah, the Hard to Believe documentary on YouTube. Uh, it's an award-winning documentary, 54 minutes, and it's free. Hard to Believe documentary. You can sign a petition. You can talk, contact your representatives. Or even better, you can bring light and shed light to your, your colleagues or your students or your faculty by playing the video and sharing uh, uh, information about this. For those who really want to learn more about and our avid readers, I've, I've talked about the avid skeptics. The avid readers out there, they want to learn about China. There's an incredible documentary and editorial series from the Epoch Times out of New York City called The Communist Spectre is Ruling Our World. The Communist Spectre is Ruling Our World. You can download it, you can read it, you can watch it, or you can listen to it. Brilliant depiction of what the spectre of communism is and how it relates to what it's doing to you and your families in the Western world. Dismantling your freedoms and installing a fake vaccine passport that is a social credit score, a digital passport, folks, and after unleashing this bioweapon. Not, you know, not to mention the organ harvesting. So that's what I would, uh, I would uh, uh, share and, and, and uh, urge people to do. Thank you, Mitchell, for getting out that information. And we're going to so let's have some fun now. Info. Yes, we're going to put all that information. It'll be in the podcast description as well as in the YouTube description. And on the screen as well. As so now we're gonna <laughs> <M16>. <laughs> That's right. We're gonna shoot out a little bit of rapid fire questions at you. So I got this little thing that we do here on the aftermath. It's called Don't At Me. So basically to explain this, like I'm gonna ask you a few questions. And an example would be, all right, Mr. D, what do you which do you prefer, Coke or Pepsi? And you would say, Well, I like Pepsi. Don't at me. Like you're online. Like, don't at me, don't hit the ass sign at me. Okay. That's what it is. That's my opinion. So Let's uh, we can get into that and uh, see uh, see how you like this. Do you right. want me to say don't so add just... me at the end? Do you want me to say don't add me in the end or? or... Yeah, don't it, add it, me. Right? It doesn't count if you don't say don't add me at the end. Okay, yeah, don't add. It doesn't me. count okay. if you don't say add okay. me at the end. All right. So answer the then answer the it. question and answer the question and don't add me. Okay. Yep. Okay. All right. So here's the here's okay. the first one. Um, what's your favorite way to travel? Take a flight or a road trip? Road trip. Don't add me. Uh, all right. Dino, what about you, man? Uh, flight, don't at me. You, you got to take a nap on it. So, so yeah, the, the, the <laughs> same flight movie and the naps. Um, okay, for me, I don't know. I guess it depends on where I'm going, but you you really can't beat a flight, though. Like, you know, you spend, you know, an hour or so on a plane or have a couple of hours versus, you know, 12 hours in the car and you got more time to, you know, do what you want to do when you get to where you're going. So it's, it's got to be a flight. I will fly from Atlanta, Georgia to Columbus, Georgia. <laughs> so oh, you would? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Listen, there are ways and means, gentlemen, to go. I mean, I've traveled, you know, half, half across the, uh, the country sometimes from one, one country to another. And there's certain ways you will, you can go there in, th in three days by taking boats and buses and mo motorcycles and camels and, and the elephants and, um, you know, river rafting, like uh, cruises and military vessels and God, you know, you know, you know what I'm saying? Or you can go on a flight. Yes. But yeah. Yes. <laughs> Don't have yeah. And we would, we would agree to, with the flight on that one. Yeah. All right. Yes. So here's the next one. Which, which do you prefer? A good movie or a good book? Ooh. Mm -mm -mm. I like a good movie. You know why I like a good movie? is because I can feel it more than a book. When I see those visuals come to life and that cinema and that expression, and I'm looking at, I'm a visual man. So I like to see that expression and feel that emotion and feel that riveting plot just blow up in my face. So I do feel a movie's better than a book. Don't add me. All right. Zeno, what about you, man? I mean, it's the same thing here, man. Um, I think there's certain books, there's certain authors that are very, um, illustrative they're able to paint a picture with their words very well and you can kind of feel what's going on 
but then movies just do it better because you can actually see what's going on you can get the context a lot better um and i'm gonna show my nerd self a little bit but i've watched a lot of anime right and people always like oh you should read the manga i'm like yeah but you can't actually see the fights that are going on you have to like imagine in your head so um yeah the visual medium versus reading every day don't have this Zeno, uh, uh, if I may, have you ever seen the, 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 the series? There's a movie, but there's also the older series, Berserk, the Japanese yeah. anime. Yes, I have. Do you like that? Did you enjoy that? Uh, yeah, I did. It's, uh, it's wild, but yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay. But I'm more into like, the newer stuff, um, like Attack on Titan. That's the big one that uh, I started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. And, uh, My Hero and all that stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Nice, nice. nice. So for myself, it's definitely a movie, a good movie. I'm like a movie junkie. You know, I even watch, you know, good movies, bad movies, whatever. And, uh, you know, we review movies on the show all the time. So it's good content. And when it comes to going to the theater, I mean, I'm like a snackaholic. So I'm there. So I'm eating. You know, I'm watching. So, yeah, definitely. I know why you're eating, Christine. I know why you're eating. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm in it. I'm a popcorn nachos the whole nine. I'm, I'm good with that, man. man. Gotta, all right. enjoy yourself. Yes. All right, here's the next one. Which do you prefer with this one? Cake or pie? I do prefer my cake. I do prefer that delicious. Um, my mom always used to make it for me, man. I, oh, she's, she's an amazing cook. Wow, she's in that kitchen 24 hours a day. You can't get her out of there. She used to make me the most amazing chocolate cake, man. Chocolate, double, double layer chocolate cake with cherry and sprinkles on top. Ooh, it was delicious. Yummy, yummy, man. I'm getting hungry just thinking about it. And a vanilla, sometimes like I'm like, hey, mom, can you do me a favor? I like that I like that chocolate cake, but I like that vanilla too. I'm craving that vanilla. That thriller, that thriller in Manila, just like that Muhammad Ali would say, you know? <laughs> and uh, I was like, yeah, give me the chocolate cake, which I, oh man, God, oh, that chocolate cake was amazing. And it was very moist and tender, and she would, Oh, she would just make herself fresh and it wouldn't be dry. There was a little bit of chocolate, um, uh, I don't know, chocolate icing. Yeah, mm. and, and icing. Oh man. And and vanilla, I don't like, I, I like it spongy, but I don't like lemon. I've, I've never had, a, I've never been a, a fan of lemon. But yeah, cake is definitely my favorite. Yet, you've got these incredible Australian pies, meat pies or mushroom pies, oof, or beef steak pies. That's a whole nother level, my bros. That's a whole nother level. And then you've got South African pies and they're cooked inside. And they're just, oh man, you put them in a little oven for about maybe 10, 15 minutes while they're nice baked, nice on the top. Inside a little juicy and you tough, you munch on that. So yeah, that's a hard call, but I'll, I'll go with cake. Don't add me. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I was, it's because you mentioned uh, meat pies when I said, because I was wondering, 16, when you said pie, was it specifically like you know like apple pie like something sweet or are we talking savory as well because i know that in new york they call but sometimes they call pizza they call it pie so so just give us that is it um, specifically savory pies or are we talking pies of any sort you're giving me too much credit for having thought process on some of these questions here you know um i would say whichever one it fits you know because Mitchell did did both with that one, so I'm I'm cool with with either. I know you okay. got a preference, I'm sure. I do have a preference. So um, the only time I'll pick cake over pie is if the cake is tres leches, um, the three milk cakes. Um, I love pies. Um, from the sweet to the savory, uh, chicken pot pie, of course. Um, yeah. uh, Mitch um, mentioned South Africa, so I used to live there for four and a half years. And oh, you did. Yeah, and the, the one thing I realized when I came here is like pizza is not the same here. Like pizza over there, there's this place called Debonairs, that was in South Africa. That their pizza is like top notch, and I just never could find the same thing here. So if we're gonna count pizza as pie, um, I would have to go for pie. Don't that Okay. All right. Cool. All right. So for me. You might have got me with uh, you might have got me with pie not too long ago, but for uh, my wife's birthday not too long ago, uh, I got her this cake from you know you might have had a piece of cake. We had this I got her a birthday cake, this Oreo cake. Um, it's amazing. 
it is, it's like after you've eaten it, you can still taste, taste it. It's just amazing. So it's cake for me. And if it's that Oreo cake, cookies and cream cake from Piece of Cake, you can count me in. I'm all good with that. Don't at me on that. Nice got little point there. Y yes. Piece of Cake, you know, you want to sponsor. Listen, hey. All right. Two more for you here, mister. All right. Which one is more satisfying? A good nap or a good workout? Oof. Well, if you must know, I like my cake and eating it too. So <laughs> I like <laughs> I like my workouts. I do like to sweat. And then I like the sauna. I go in there with my buddies and I'm like, yeah, we just talk and we chill after a nice good workout. And then coming back, that meal and then that nap. So I want to take all three. Don't add it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just go for everything, man. I'm just, yeah. I love it all. You know, you know, they say that you take things for granted when you have them a lot. And I take a lot of naps. So maybe maybe I'm taking it for granted a little bit. One thing I do know, because uh, I just went on a trip recently, and there was like a lot of walking. Uh, I don't know if you know M16, but I went to like Iceland uh, a few weeks ago. And oh, yeah, I saw the pictures, yeah. Yeah, hiking everywhere, going up past and stuff. Oh my god, I haven't I haven't done that much activity in a long time. And every time at the end of it, when we get back to Airbnb, I would sleep so well because of it. So it's almost as like an indirect thing. I really like a good workout because it leads to really good sleep. Oh yes, exactly. So I'll pick the workout. The workout don't have me, but only because of it leads. It leads to, to the nap. You guys yes. are amazing, man. All right. <laughs> For me, um, it's a good workout. I like to play basketball, so I go out and you know I'll shoot. I'll, I'll, try, I'll put music in my headphones and I'll shoot for, for two hours out there. And to me, that's satisfying. And I don't have to nap afterwards. I can just kind of just you know hang out afterwards, watch TV or whatever. But definitely getting out on the court and shoot for a couple of hours is satisfying for me. M sixteen. Uh, that reminds me. Did you watch? I just finished. Well, I think I want to watch it again. I love it. Um, did you see the Last Dance with Michael Jordan and the Bulls? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Just oh. excellent. Just I have to watch the game. Great. I love it so much. I love no, I love it so much. He was my hero. It's so he good. is my hero. It's so good. And that was when basketball was great. You know? The thing about it too is um like like I watch basketball here and there. Like I follow like the Atlanta Hawks and stuff. But I'm not like into it. Like soccer is like my main and then I've like really got into baseball and um, American football since. But as someone who wasn't even that into basketball, um, I loved it, and I watched it with my parents. And my 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 dad was like, "Oh, is there another episode?" Like he kept asking for the next one. I know like, all of it in one day. They loved it. I loved it. It was just really well made, and it, it made oh, me really amazing. appreciate you know '90s basketball and the Bulls and Jordan. So yeah, yeah that, was that was the that was the pinnacle right there. Yes, pinnacle. I mean, really unbelievable. Zeno, by the way, are you are you from the Caribbean? No, I'm Nigerian. Lagos. Right. Yeah, from Lagos. Some many, uh, there are many Nigerians uh, in uh, Vietnam. I've met a couple. Oh. Yeah. Well, I, I always tell people that we're everywhere. <laughs> and, they're great, and they're good business people. They, uh, they, uh, Nigerians know how to merchantile. They're very good merchants. And they actually export from Vietnam into Lagos, into Nigeria. Mm. Very interesting. Yeah. Interesting business people. Yeah. Nice. That's where I go. Someone's like, oh, I know. I know some Nigerians. I'm like, yeah, because we're and, and, and Zeno, and Zeno, uh, Bitcoin. They were, I mean, they were incredible in Bitcoin. They really know how to trade that uh, currency very well. No. I, I'm not, I, I'm not, I, I don't understand why the Nigerian government banned it instead of adopting it, like the El Salvadorian. They would have been so wonderful for the people. Wonderful for the people. We could be here another hour if we talk about it. I'm sure. I'm sure you. Uh, it sounds like we're gonna have a we're gonna have a part two in the future with Mitchell here. This is what it sounds like on some other subjects. All right, Mitchell, yes. got the last one here for for you guys here. All right, so you've done all all your other stuff. Now you're sitting down, you're eating a meal. But when you're having a drink, what's it gonna be? Is that a cold beer or is it a glass of wine? Neither. Those are, those, those are the only options? Okay. Uh, yeah. I, 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 like, I, like, I like my, you know what? It's so bad. But I, you got to choose, choose your poison, yeah? My poison is Coca-Cola. I'm so okay. Bad. I love a Coke with my steak or my burger. 
or my fries or my quesadillas or my Thai food or my Indian food or whatever, especially with Indian food. Oh my God, I ordered a, a goat curry with ch chicken, sorry, chicken tikka masala, which is this beautiful uh, orange sauce that's just rich in flavor and smells and tastes and looks so good. And um, this chicken and rice, uh, beautiful basmati rice, it's got a great fragrance. And then I got uh, naan bread, which is garlic. Oh, fantastic. And a nice cold Coke to wash it down. Man, oh, man. Or maybe before that, the, the, the appetizer is a salad and a lovely vanilla milkshake. <laughs> or after the Coke, the dessert. A salad and a milkshake? Don't, okay. Don't add me. All right. Um, <laughs> you know, so if, if those are the only two options, I would go with the beer. Um, like, like at the end of a long day, not wine. Um, I don't know. I, I just don't feel like I'm a character in Sex and the City. But, um, <laughs> but the, I was going to say about the Indian food that you just mentioned, Mitch. Um, you can't have that with Coke. You have to have like a mango last to go with oh, that. Oh, yeah. That's, that's the merchant of flavors right there. Um, but yes, um, M16, beer, don't ask. Right. You know, Zeno, if, if I may, MCC, just yeah. quickly, you know, Zeno, yeah. I, 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 was, I did something such, something such, so sacrilegious, I guess you can call it. I would go into Mexican restaurants and I love ketchup. I love ketchup. Uh, I won't put it on everything, but nothing like fajitas or quesadillas with some good ketchup. And I would have got, yeah, you know, I would go into the, the Mexican restaurant and they would almost like tell me to leave because I was, and I was a little embarrassed, but I was like, can you give me some of that ketchup? So yeah, some things just you gotta you just gotta have. Yeah, yeah I appreciate that. Thanks. All right, so for me, I'm about to I'm about to flunk at my own game that I came up here, whether it's beer or wine. I actually don't drink alcohol, so it's neither for for me. I just interested in what you guys had to say. But at the time when I did have to choose, it would have been it would have been beer would have been my choice. Just get the sparkling cider. Yeah, not alcoholic. I, I, if I'm if I'm gonna drink something, it probably like you know, Miss likes his Coke. I'm a Dr Pepper guy. I would drink an entire trough of Dr Pepper if I could get away with it. So I'm all good with that. I tell you another thing, I'm all good with playing. Don't at me with Mitchell Gerber here on the yes, aftermath. He did a great job, and um, you know, Mitchell, just to kind of put a ball on stuff, you are um, a wealth of knowledge, um, excellent guest. Uh, make sure and uh, check out StopOregonHarvesting.org. We're gonna put, like I said, all the information will be in the description for YouTube and on the podcast. Make sure and check it out. But uh, Mitchell, thank you um, for the time. And I hope this is not the last time we speak. No, it won't be. Any Anytime you guys want to uh, uh, reach out, please stay in touch. And it's been an honor. It really has been an honor because you've, you're one of the few podcasts and, I'm, and you're, gonna, you're really going to be successful. Nothing but good things and prosperity and blessing will come your way because I see, what you, I see where your hearts are. I love your audience talking to them and reaching out and, um, yes, anytime you want me, guys. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Right. Thank you so much, Mitch. That is Mitchell Gerber. He's an activist trying to stop organ harvesting. Make sure and give him a, a listen and give him a follow. And again, we appreciate the time, sir, very much. Take care, guys. Thanks, Zena. Thanks, thanks, M16. Keep, keep rocking yeah. it. Thanks, Thank you Mitch. So much. It's been a pleasure. You too. Bye-bye. Thank you. All right, Zeno, you're back here on the aftermath. This time you answer or you're asking the question. How you feel? <laughs> that was good. That was a good interview. Um, a lot of a lot of information there and um, stuff I didn't know. Oh, I was. I, I think there was a question I was going to ask. I think you kind of answered it though. But I was kind of wondering something. You know, as atrocious as this, payments and like organ harvesting. Why is it bigger news, right? And I mean, to be honest, though, the, the stuff with the Uyghur Muslims and stuff, that also wasn't big news till the release of Mulan last year, where that became you know, uh, an issue because of where they filmed it and stuff. They're like, oh, you're using it to film all this, like, lush um, scenery when, like, right there, there's, like, um, concentration camps of Uyghur Muslims. Um, so it, it's... And then there's also the thing with the Tulsa massacre, a lot of people not knowing about it until watching Watchmen and stuff. So it's very yeah. easy to like paper over atrocities. So it's not that surprising that, you know, someone like myself or other people may not have known about was going. But it, it's pretty terrible. But yeah, it was a great interview. Um, I'm glad we got to speak with him and listen to his uh, experiences. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm, I'm pretty sure that we're going to be speaking to him again um, as well. 
Um, I did want to say for you, you know, I appreciate you, you know, stepping in, filling in. You know, like I said, man, when you come on this show, man, you're not a visitor. You passed that point. You're you're one of us, man. But yeah. I was gonna say, but you have a great pod of your own. ZZ Talk, oh. please. Oh Let's yeah, know we can find you and our homeboy Zeus. Yeah, so um, it's called the ZZ Talk podcast. Um, it's uh, I think it's called the ZZ Talk podcast. <laughs> the podcast, but yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. Um, and um, it's hosted by myself, Zena, and uh, my co-host Zeus and ZZ. Um, we are on Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Name you name it, right? Look for it. We're on Pandora, Pandora as well. Um, so yeah, just search ZZ Talk Podcast, uh, and on YouTube as well, we have our clips. Uh, just search UV Talk Zeno and Zeus that's C-I-N-O and Zeus in U.S. and um, because if you don't write in Zeno and Zeus you probably get a video of UV Talk the band which we yeah. are not uh, so <laughs> uh, those are the ways you can find us UV Talk Podcast or UV Talk Zeno and Zeus on YouTube and yeah it's been a pleasure man man absolutely and this is not uh, you know for people who might be watching this for the first time ZZ Talk and the radio show, we hook up all the time. We do matchups all the time. So we're like tag team partners. So, you know, I appreciate Zeno for coming through. Follow uh, the radio show at It's The Radio Show on Instagram. We're on Facebook, The Radio Show. And if you want to be a guest on the Aftermath, just send us an email to radioshowinbox at gmail.com or send us a DM. That's how we find these interesting guests like Mitchell, who we just had a great conversation with. So, again, Zeno, I appreciate you, man. You know, good people got a host of a great podcast i'm glad you know we were able to kick it today and have a great interview man so i appreciate it yeah man i'm glad you thought of me for this interview now feel right at home and yeah it was a good back and forth on so yeah appreciate it absolutely so we appreciate y'all listening wait to the camera and tell y'all appreciate all the support check out zz talk check out the radio show and we will check you guys next time